Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. I am Eldon. I am Lowell. And we're here today to talk to you about This sounds like farming. a kid's podcast. That's just how you're talking. Okay. Alright, so it's the 29th of November, and uh, we're going to catch folks up here on the last month or so. Here yeah, Yoder's it's kind Farm. of a coincidence that we actually recorded a podcast on October 29th. Oh, did we? Yeah, so that would be approximately one month ago. Yeah, depending how you would calculate such things. Right. Yeah, so what all has been going on since since then? I don't know, Elton. What all is <laughs> up in your world? Not a whole lot. Why don't we talk about you? Nah, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> so we had a week or so of the fall season left when we last recorded that final weekend rack. well i guess we were probably re-recorded it on the next to the last weekend yeah exactly. and so then we were open i guess just the saturday the 4th or 5th of november and that was a wrap for our fall season fall season yeah Overall we, thoughts. Well, we I think we talked about just kind of our perceptions of the yeah, fall season. Yeah, I think season. we already covered that. A good season, weather-wise, workable, no huge rain events for long periods of time. Yeah. And the weather was, we had a few warm blips, a few cold blips, but workable weather. <laughs> I'm trying to remember back then. It's yeah. just difficult. Anyway, we don't need to rehash that, that one necessarily. But uh, yeah. good, good pumpkin sales. We pretty much ended up selling most of what we grew. Uh, we had some carvers left over, which I always like to have more than we need anyway. And then the final Saturday we were open in November. Um, nice. Like we we cut our pumpkin prices anyway because it's after it's late in the season. It's after Halloween, yeah. And just and and some people like to take that opportunity to stock up on our uh, edible pumpkins. I mean, like we say, they're all edible, but yeah, some of them are some better of them for are especially cooking and such. Uh, bread for that, so people like to do that. So we ended up pretty much getting. Are those pumpkins cleaned out? Yeah, and um, gave some away. Mom cooked a bunch, put some in the pig freezer. feed for some of them. Well, especially the carvers. I don't think we. Yeah, no, we generally exactly. don't throw the the other. No, ones. I was talking about the carvers. Yeah, some of them. Are, yeah, actually, our our beef cows really like them. Uh, you take a cows are weird. Take a. <laughs> they seem to be a little. They seem to like them. Dig it. I mean, our Holsteins would eat them some. Okay. These these black beef cows, Angus. Yeah. Take them down, and if you throw them, if you throw them up in the air, so they kind of break. They kind of break. Yeah. But some of them, one really smart cow has figured out how to bust them. Okay. Pushing them with her nose. And Interesting. Until they yeah. bust. So yeah, they they really tear into a pumpkin. Yeah. So we. Chopped the corn maze the second week of November, I Maybe believe. Maybe third. No. Was it a week? I think it was 10th, 11th or so. It was like a Wednesday. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, sure. Thursday. Somewhere I don't in there. remember somewhere. It was actually a little on the dry side because uh, it had been a dry fall. The corn was dead. Yeah. Um, by that 
point, and it had had a couple killing frosts. So it was a little, yeah. You need uh, you want some moisture in it in for silage for side to yeah. make silage because it has to have that moisture to go through the fermenting process. I guess it's the same as. I don't know sauerkraut, <laughs> sure, <laughs> whatever other things. That's, that's that basically we, what we do feed sauerkraut to our cows. <laughs> so it needs a little bit of moisture to do that, but I think it'll be fine feed. Yeah, and Dad seemed to be pretty happy with it too. Yeah, we it it didn't yield um, feed wise or tonnage wise as much as it did last year because the corn was just a little shorter, drier because shorter. it was a drier year, yeah. but. All in all, as dry as the summer was and the fall was, we were thankful that we got by. I mean, that we had the height we did and whatever. It all Yeah, exactly. Yep. So we're thankful. And we just finished Thanksgiving, so we're thankful. Doubly thankful. In a a thankful mood. (laughs) Really, that theme... You know, all our crops, you know, not, I don't, we didn't break any records this year as far as production, soybeans, beans, corn, row crops, but they all did, did okay, especially considering the year. Pumpkins, I guess, did actually very well because we, yeah, they kind of like some dry weather as long as they get enough water. We were able to irrigate them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They did very well. And um, already actually looking at next year. Varieties, varieties, yeah. and there's some discounts you can get if you go on order okay. seed November and December. So, huh. which I was just remembering, November's about out. Yeah, so, sure, it's getting close here. Plug and order in here. Okay. And as we all know, the weird world that we live in, like supply, supply issues, issues, whatever, is just. I don't know. Maybe that's why there's no supply of anything because everyone's just. Buying stuff six months before True. you need it. Yeah, maybe but next about May it'll all open up. Something to think about. Maybe you should order packaging for strawberries. Oh, yeah, I just thought about <laughs> that. Maybe I should go and order order baskets. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you do it before the end of the year, you could take it as a business expense this year yet. But then you wouldn't have it next year. So. That's true. Yeah, so that pretty much November has fall. has been just talking Stuff. about the weather, whatever the the dryish mm-hmm. theme has continued. It's been a very open month. Uh, we were working land, doing field work where it's not always possible this time of the year. I mean, we've had very little rain the month yeah. of November. Yeah, we're gonna need feet and feet of snow just to make up <laughs> for it in the water table. I guess. Yeah, you. I mean. Yeah, I think that's when actually droughts can really get going is when you don't get your winter time yeah. rains and then yeah. head. It makes it nice, like as far as being able to work land, getting just being getting able to do around. Anything. I mean, yeah, sometimes the winter is very like working with wood out here, muddy exactly. And whatever, and it's yeah. not been that way. So, yep, there's but some yeah, pluses you, to it, but you know, you think gonna, about that long term effect too exactly and so forth so yeah and we've had some cold temperatures so we're uh trying to freeze proof things uh draining irrigation lines sprayer pumps things like that getting the we got the pump out of the creek and uh up into the shed so yeah thinking about 
those things were kind of, I guess, in that transition. It feels more more winter-ish yeah. than... It's like it's been sort of sustained coldish weather for well, the last been, couple of weeks. It was sort of felt like late fall, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Now we're feeling almost more winter yeah. than fall, but there's still kind of that late fall feeling. Yep. I guess technically what winter Still comes might get in. a day in the 70s, well, yeah, who knows. Yeah, this end of this week is supposed to hit the 70s. Okay, I hadn't and actually I, looked. There was a weird... Um, I noticed a weird phenomenon just driving by a field the other day. Like, a phenomenon. Uh, a phenomenon. Uh, it was covered with uh, henbit, which is like a winter weed, a winter annual that often comes in old you know, soybean fields or whatever that haven't been worked. And it was blooming, which is huh. something that you would typically see in like February. Yeah. Weird. Or maybe March. And I noticed it because, uh, well... You're observant. Observant. And <laughs> but um, bees forage on it. Okay. And I was just thinking, yeah. well, that's kind of odd. So, yeah, I'm curious about that. And if you had enough of that, would that encourage bees to go on and start laying eggs and brooding up and thinking it was spring? Or? Surely not. I don't know. It's interesting. So, anyway, <laughs> don't they work should, off of hours of daylight somehow? Daylight has lot. something to do with it too. I'm pretty sure, yeah. but also pollen sources kind of can trigger. Okay. Yeah. So probably the daylight thing, but I bet you after the the winter equinox, once the days, which we we're very close to, we're that, what twenty days? Yeah, Isn't three usually, weeks yeah. from the shortest days of the year. I bet yeah. once we go the other way. Man, it's almost strawberry season. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> already starting to it's like, oh, yeah. spring, spring busyness. This little break, uh, we've sort of had a uh, the break from our, our greenhouses. Well, I guess we'll go there next, right? Well, I was thinking you just talked about your bees. Maybe you could talk about your little mishap back here. The other, it's not okay. a mishap. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're, we're talking season. Like, yeah, so there's been a bit of a transition time from being open a lot of hours during the fall season. And then yeah. we have, yeah, there's things it's to fall do. fall clean up. And then been a little exactly. bit of a breather, so that's been nice. Yeah, we actually haven't reopened at the, the farm, farm store. store Usually yet. we open a week or a week and a half after we close. Yeah, so bee, beehives, um, basically, we were, I was going for a week or so uh, right at the end of our fall season and we got back and noticed a bear had gotten into my beehives yeah tore it all up yeah it really did some damage and so i put stuff back together and it came back and knocked some stuff around i don't think any of the following times it was as bad as the first time but then the one hive then it hit two more times it didn't hit the others, but and this is like forty yards from my house. Yeah, it's like whatever. you start to not want to let your children go out, especially Very if they close. have honey on their hands. Uh, so, so basically, the it keeps flipping the the brood nests over, and the bees keep some of the bees can't. Like it happened on some sub freezing nights, and mm. so some of the bees basically died each yeah. time because yeah. they're getting outside of the cluster and whatever. So I'm, I'm probably going to lose the one hive, hmm. or at least it's very weak at this point. I should just yeah. combine it with another hive, but it's 
Yeah, unfortunate. Never had that happen. This time of year, bees are focused on just staying warm inside their hives. Staying alive. And working through their Stores. honey supplies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll get out and fly like these 70 degree days. Yeah, yeah. Fly some, but really there's nothing for them to eat, so they're almost burning. They're kind of hibernating, eating the honey that they had. Yeah, but well, not when really they get hibernating. Out, when they get out and fly, they're, they're actually exerting energy, mm-hmm. and then they... But there's nothing for them to find, yeah. Like yeah. flower-wise, except for that hem bit kind of thing, which I go. haven't seen it. This was fifteen twenty minutes away from here. Yeah, I haven't seen it in our fields, but I should look. Fair enough. So yeah. Anyways, ended up running an electric fence, and I actually got a picture of the same bear. I set up a trail camera on the hive, mm-hmm. and. Actually, we saw it then the one night. We got a trail cam picture and sent it to my phone, and we quickly drove down to look where the hive was and ended up, I think, spooking the bear up across yeah. the fields. And we saw it then uh, from the vehicle yeah. running running around. Haven't seen it since. Yeah. Trail maybe we scared it quiet, bad enough. So maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, I think also it probably doesn't hurt to have you guys back home you were gone for a week there the first probably time so and, but bears are notorious just for yeah they're they, weird well they, they'll get into trash and whatever they they have quite a few more conflicts with humans well someone some was telling me animals. last night uh one of our cousins over uh in west virginia had a bear kept coming in right to his basement door i see and uh so he was dying on him. He would occasionally throw stuff down on it from the porch okay. that's over the the <laughs> scared uh, off the basement there. Weird. Okay, so uh, we've talked about bears now. There you the go. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think we had. I, I it just kind of all came together there. I guess that's interesting. <laughs> so be careful, folks. Yeah, generally. Yeah quite harmless and scared of yeah it's, so i'm not just, really concerned about that it's just more feed the last 10 years has been a lot been more a lot bears, bears around here so yeah and definitely thinking about it with my beehives especially i have my hives at two different places at my house i only have a few but another place i have more yeah and it's even more back in we where think, you think that's where they uh, whack so we around. quickly went and Put a fence around, around that. that, so hopefully that'll be enough. A good hot electric fence. All right, so we need to talk about on them today. Greenhouses. What else? Yeah, do we our need greenhouses. To talk about? We have one house that is. It's our fall house. Is basically just starting production. Yeah, starting. Uh, they say that it actually needs to be picked today. So oh, really? Enough to pick. Maybe I mean, half just, a bucket or two. Just easing into it, but we plan to open to the store Wednesday. Wednesday. We're yeah. recording this on a Monday, so hopefully as we get on into the month a little bit, the production will get cranked yeah. up and we'll have decent numbers of tomatoes going on into Should Christmas. Should be picking until July. Yeah, often we have some slumps yeah, of production in the, the wintertime winter. and so yeah. forth. Our other house, we have just uh, transplanted about a week or two ago, so that's quite a ways out. Until that one will get into production, and we just seeded plants for our third uh, spring house. Okay, very good. So hopefully they'll be popping up, and but yeah, that'll be a while. So you're using into uh, leaning and lowering vine work type stuff. 
easing into it. The um, the tomatoes we're picking right now are determinate tomatoes, okay. so they don't the vines uh, don't get crazy long like some of the others. Yeah, so there is yeah. some vine work, but it's not nearly as much. So basically, the plants won't last for five six months like they. Yeah, I mean, you can get some suckers and such off of those, but they're not really designed for long, long production. Yeah. They're in a house where uh, we generally don't run all year anyway. We haven't as much, but we've actually started doing more in that house because we have some wood heat now that we can use. um, Yeah. We picked up a used wood stove to out, outdoor wood stove, and we have a small propane heater in there, so we can actually keep it warm. We used to try not to keep it uh, we basically going tried during not to use heat bitterest there, right? yeah. times, treated it more as a high tunnel, but we've yep. transitioned a little bit more now. And let's see, we are oh we. We did a bunch of um, bag sterilization. I okay. think we talked about this last time. Yeah, I think maybe we did. But we also did it now in another house. Basically, it's okay. heating this big thousand-gallon tank of water up. Using is, that stove. Using that stove. And yeah. we can get it to about 160, 160, well, maybe 170. Would you like it a little hotter? Is that- yeah, a little hotter would be nice, but you kind of need... When when the nights cool down, it takes a couple of days to get it up to that temperature. Okay, the tank. When you have nights dropping into the 30s and 40s, it's really hard then to bump it enough yeah. in the day to get it. But we can get our bags, the color bags, the grow bags, to hold about 160. Okay. Which is warm enough to kill a lot of things. Probably if you hold it there for a bit. Well, something about that. Uh, Cower kind of insulates itself, yeah. so it does hold that for yeah. twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah, I imagine that'd kill a, a whole lot. It kills of bugs. a lot of things. Um, to kill any weed seeds, you really need to be a little warmer than that. Okay. I think. But I think a I was lot just of thinking your, a lot of meat. You get it to one sixty five, and that's, that's true. supposed to kill that's bugs. True. But and seeds might be a little more hardy. They are. I think they're maybe up in. I've seen a chart, maybe the one eighties or something. But there's also duration of time at that yeah. temperature um, too. So is meat the same way? Like does yeah, it just so. hit like you that can hold something at one forty five for twenty minutes. And that does the same thing. And it can as, do as much as getting it to one sixty five okay. on a spike, yeah. Interesting. So anyway but do your own research before you yeah. take my advice. <laughs> wow, so we're turning this into a cooking podcast. We've talked about bears and uh Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well you never know what you'll get into in the middle of winter. It's not even winter yet. Yeah, so that's what's up. In the greenhouses, um, and we're yeah burning wood. I mean, we have yeah. all our outside stoves cranking, so wood is a basically a daily uh, well, daily chore. Feeding the stoves is a daily chore, and yeah, whatever. Splitting some wood, uh, moving it every around every few days, and yeah. which is makes the uh, the drier weather. Is yeah, a nicer. really. Yeah, we plant a cover crop in our in our corn maze footprint. Uh, we went with rye this year. We've done we've done wheat the last several years. Trying to th- I don't think we ever did oats. No, I don't really remember. Wheat. 
some some small grains it's really on the late side to be planting um yeah a cover crop but since it comes off so late because we have to wait till our season is over yeah only certain uh grains really do good yeah or do well uh, it's not late. like we're trying to make a crop off of these well this year we actually are because okay. our tonnage was down in okay our, gotcha on the corn maze so we could use some spring feed so probably we plan a ride just we finished up saturday yeah and we will likely we could we can do it either way we can just terminate it and plant the corn uh like we've done other straight years. into yeah. it or we can make a hay hay crop and probably we'll uh, wrap it, wet yeah. wrap it, make basically silage bales. Uh, you could do that in April, let it regrow a little yeah. bit, and then yeah. terminate that, and that gives you, you good, some good good um, sod to plant into. Yeah, I think uh, this year having a good sod definitely saved or, or helped, helped our a maize a lot yeah. because it was really dry through certain times pretty much all but summer we just, had a couple decent rains yeah it just held enough moisture in there to um keep it keep it going and rye is a really good uh tiller kind of crop i mean it uh, supposedly i've heard that it has a lot of root mass down below okay. the soil too it's, hmm. it's really good for soil and good you know, I'd maybe ideally you would let it grow big and tall and then terminate it, let it rot all down in and make a big thatch and a mosh. But yeah. if we need the hay, we'll take it and yep, be left with the sod. So that covers that. Oh, maybe the farm store yet? Is there anything else we should talk yeah. about? I guess we haven't mentioned strawberries. Strawberries are just oh, yeah. kind of coasting along. Um, we've had a pretty good fall. Uh, watching the growing degree days might be running slightly behind last year we're still probably not quite where they could have been as far as uh could have maybe used a little bit more but we're not totally done with them yet and i don't know i our temperatures maybe have gotten cold enough that a lot of our growing they'll they'll still push a little bit more yet but I actually was thinking about getting some row covers on just the ones that require a few more growing degree days. See if we could push them a little bit more. The ones more. that got planted later is that um, maybe that, but especially the al- varieties, yeah. uh, Albion's, Ruby Junes, they can use more yeah. than the Chandlers. Yeah. Our deer fence seems to have had some effect. Yeah. Uh, that's something I should do today is scout it, make sure they haven't found some holes to get yeah. through and whatever. Uh, so if we throw road covers on, it's something that'll need to happen at some point, probably anyway, at least for spring frost protection. So I guess that means we have to get rock bags out and all that. It does. Stuff. Well, when <laughs> we say we, you know, me. Well, we, the collective we, that is mostly you and dad. Mostly me. Yeah. yeah. Basically, we throw the well the anchor bags to keep the row covers in place. Which, whenever we get row covers out, then I always worry about wind because the yeah, wind beats exactly. on everything. It's nice not to have to worry about that. But they're basically these big 20, 30 pound sandbags or bags filled with gravel. Yeah. And we just put them every 10, 12 Kind of pin the edges down with feet. The- 
yeah. use the usually use the tractor bucket and just run down through the field and place them and then spool yep. the covers out and anyway one thing you do need to keep in mind if you're putting out covers you need to be careful with uh, spider mites because that's an insect that can get into your strawberries okay. and they can thrive under those warmer temperatures. It's on under the covers. Under the it's covers. almost like a little bit of a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. So I know I had some spider mites going into the fall. I treated some uh, the worst spots, but I might uh, should scout again and see if uh, we just basically don't want to give them a, a, a place to work. A place growing. to they can. Last year, when we pulled the covers off in early March, we had some really some infestations that okay. we never really got a handle on. Yeah, on into the spring. So, hmm. if they if they get bad enough, they can actually basically stunt a plant or almost kill it. At least, really severely stun it. It's, it's uh, hard on the fruit quality and so forth. So. Need to keep Definitely a, something you want to keep a hand, especially on a, you know, of, yeah. a warmer winter, which so far this one has been. Yeah, we're not really, we're not even really officially into winter yet. But uh, and the farm store, we done some. We added a little addition onto it, doing some renovations inside. Yeah, basically giving us more sales area and then yeah. another uh, kind of a packing room, uh, inventory room. And another entryway, I think, uh, it'll, hopefully it'll be nice to have people, people be able to come in flow. one hole and, or one door and out the other one. Yeah, we have this little uh, customer uh, doggy. Yeah, you doggy door. <laughs> no, it should help majorly with flow. Like I know in the, the strawberry season, if you're in the farm store, it just gets yeah, plugged up in 10, there. 11, 12 people or 15. Yeah. This will be able to accommodate and people can actually walk around. Yep. And probably be able to expand our, just a little bit, our offerings. Um, our tithes and offerings? Uh, yeah, well, they, no. we ex- <laughs> do our offerings and then, yeah, whatever. Anyway, what we have available, we were adding a couple of things. Well, more, um, there's this more display area. Yeah, exactly. We have a bigger cooler now. And we put in a freezer. We're going to stock some meats. Yeah. Not personally from our farm, but a friend of ours. Rock Stable Meats, I think. Rock Stable Meats. Yeah. I think they have a Facebook page. They have a website, too. Yep. And uh, we've, we're talking about some other ideas, things to retail. Basically, make, you know, just offering. Um, not a one-stop shop, but yeah, a more-stop shop. A few more items that make sense for what we have. Yeah, still I mean, kind of just expand a little yeah. bit what we do. Yeah. We're probably not going to still go crazy with like baked items, for example. Yeah, Mom might have some things that she does. But I think Joanne's hoping to do more uh, freezer meal freezer stuff. Meals. So it'll be odds and ends it'll be a little different and we'll keep figuring it out as we go and we might try to retail some meats well we talked about that meat the the frozen meat but i'm not sure cheeses they talked about some cheeses oh, really? some fresh huh. products like that I hadn't thought of that uh there's just some other things yeah you can yeah there's retail and maybe people can pick up 
more than just you know, a few tomatoes or a few jars of jam. Yeah. It's still not a huge store, but it, it's much bigger than it was. Yeah. Some bigger than it was. Yeah. So. I think we had some apples. We'd yeah, we bought a bunch of apples, some really pretty apples. Yeah. Uh, I have them for a bit here. Golden, some golden delicious, but a lot of pink ladies. I don't know ladies. what all they are. Yeah. A lot of really pretty pink ladies uh, helped unload them. Very pretty. Sweet. Uh, let's see. Something else I was going to mention. Oh, yeah. I think uh, we just got our price sheet for California citrus, so we need to get that put together and start accepting orders, orders for that, that here before too long. But the farm store planned to open Wednesday, December the 1st. Um, unless something changes, you can check the website, homepage, yodersfarm.com, and if anything changes, we will notify you there. But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up things for this episode. Anything else we should add, Lowell? I don't think so. That's pretty much a, a review of where we're at and where we're heading. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just going to be a lot of the same over the next couple of months. We'll probably pop in for an episode time time. occasionally, but yeah. Because things get based out more, here. more exciting on the ramp up towards spring, we will keep people up to date, I guess. You sound more excited about it than I do. <laughs> I was or than I feel. Drumming up excitement. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you made it this far. You can always find out more about Yoder's Farm at yodersfarm.com. Uh, follow along on Facebook or Instagram for kind of more uh, up-to-date, in-season type updates. But the homepage of the website gets changed when stuff Occasion- changes, too. And occasional pictures on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Because you well, like pictures. Well, the world likes pictures. People pictures, Posts that have pictures, pictures on them do better. Pictures. Uh, yeah. Anyhow. Etc. Happy post Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Early Merry happy, Christmas. Happy Cyber Monday. Yeah, right, I don't we'll, know if we'll be on before Christmas or not. If we aren't, Merry Christmas. Maybe we should have a Christmas uh something this year. We like could a, sing Christmas. A girls. hodgepodge episode. Have the whole family come on or something. Yeah, that'd be different. Yeah, that'd get weird. Good. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll bounce some ideas Maybe around. we'll bring you some special guests. There you go. During the winter season, too. Yeah. Maybe Galen would like to come on the podcast. <laughs> Galen? Uh, all right. Thank we you for listening. Sign off. And we'll see you again next time. Peace. Peace.